Welcome to KLE, where a new generation of people are equipped in kingdom leadership principles for living and leading. This is not your ordinary church message. This is a message about a king and his kingdom, about kings and their authority, about you making a difference, having an impact, and being an agent of change. Join us for our conversation today. Good morning, Scuba Steve. Yes, good morning, and welcome to Top That Testimony, brought to you by Kale Pectate, Pepto Bismol, and Xlax for all those moving surfaces. <laughs> moving surfaces. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I I am so beautiful to me. Ah, uh, can't you see? Ooh-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're not working today, huh? Um, kind of quiet at the moment. So, um, I got uh, something on this afternoon. So I thought, well, now's a good time to Monday morning. Let's jump on. Let's do something this morning. Let's have a chat this morning. That's right. Let's do our Friday chat on Monday. Yes. Yeah, Friday I was busy, but today I'm quiet. Yeah, you know, I was trying to start a procrastinators club here about a year ago, and and we just haven't got around to meeting yet. (laughs) Keep putting it off, do you? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of kind of how it works. (laughs) When when the spirit of procrastination come cometh upon thee. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. So um interesting. Um I been giving a lot of thought to the spirit of religion and the spirit of the kingdom, you know. Oh help us. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was thinking about this. It's just like you know, the one thing we um we mustn't get caught up in is I mean, you know, a certain person we both know would always say they are, but we are, you know, and, uh, and uh, it turned out to get to the point where it was, I am and, and everybody else is, (laughs) and uh, it's like, okay, so what, you're the only right one in the world, you know, so you can't, you can't beat that for, for religious thinking, you know, so, um, right. And I know several people, well, bunches of people that are like that right now. So, you know, it's not an isolated thing. It's the spirit, kind of like the spirit of the age more than anything. Well, it is. It's so divisive, you know, it's just like, I'm right, you're wrong, you know. And But that's, you know, it it doesn't matter what form of religion you're looking at. It's it's some form of religion. (laughs) Right. It's it's like, you know, humanism is a religion in, in in. in its form, you know, uh, any ism is a religion, you know, so. Right. And we, we got a kind of, uh, I was just, you know, it's just, it's, we've got to be careful of the paradigm where, you know, we, we are doing what they do and calling it kingdom, you know, or Zion or whatever, you know, it's just like, and kind of we get entrenched in the church saying, you know, it's like we're right, everybody else is wrong. And, I, you know, I did that. I did that for many years. It's like you get well, caught up in. <laughs> we always yeah. say, right, otherwise, otherwise we wouldn't be doing it. 
Well, that's that's the truth, you, you know. But but at my at my worst time, when when you know everything was falling apart for me, right? It was, it was interesting. The people that I thought would never understand were the ones supporting me, and the so-called charismatics, or you know, the ones that supposedly were thinking like him on, on the same page as me, you know, didn't. They they didn't get it. They well they they just kind of use the opportunity to criticize, you know, or to reject, um, you know, it's like they couldn't understand that somebody, you know, can actually go through difficulty. And, um, and there's a, there's something that a young man told me one time and it made a lot of sense. And I think I've said it here before, but I mean, I, I know I've told you this at one point in time, um, but I said, how can you go back to that little church um, where they're at with all their religiosity and, and everything that goes on, <clears throat> it's almost like you're going back. How, how can you do that and sit in that? And he said, I'm a husbandman. What I do is go in and find out whatever that little plant needs and help them get to their next level. And yeah. he said, well, I don't see it as a religious organization or a church or a anything else he said i see the people and i want them to get as free as possible to their next step i'm not looking at where they're not yes. i'm just looking at where their next step is and i thought you know that's a real healthy it's a healthy way to look at it yeah yeah absolutely it's wisdom you know yeah. i mean even, even though jesus did not agree with with where they were as a people um you know religiously Right. He, he's, I mean, he didn't walk away from them, you know. He, he, In fact, he said to the disciples, he said, you know, you don't go anywhere else. You go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and, right. and um, keep bringing the message of the kingdom to them, you know, because right. somebody's going to get it, you know. So uh, now, the only thing you see him doing is, is he went to the tabernacles and, and went to the, uh, well, he went to the tabernacles quite a bit and then in the synagogues. And then finally, he just said, I'm not going back there again. He, he yes. didn't go back into that. Uh, yes, yes. But that, he, he continued to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Right. There's the common folk. The common folk received him gladly. Yeah. It's the, it's the leadership or the, uh, the builders that reject the cornerstone. So, uh, but the common folk or the laity or whatever it is you want to call it at that point, um, they're the ones that received them gladly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the same thing that happens anywhere we go to. It's not so much the, the people that aren't receiving. It's usually, it's usually the leadership that's saying, uh, yeah. I don't want a part of this. Yeah. Now the, the leaders are the ones that give you, I mean, everywhere I've been, it's the leaders that have, made the the biggest you know i've i've tried to appease them in t at times and and it was like futile it was just so futile so um yeah that that's the thing is like the people the people well it's something you know the the people will listen to you and and they'll right. be gracious they'll be gracious even though they tend to be under the under that same spirit that you know the control, that control that's been exercised from from the leadership point of view, makes it very difficult for them to right to embrace or to in, 
to even begin to ponder <laughs> or consider that there could be another way of doing, you know, doing this thing. So, um, you right. know, than, than the usual. And yeah. even that, even in that, we realize, or I realize, that I talk about once again us and them. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I do it this way, but they're doing it this way. And one thing, one thing that. Um, this was several years ago, I guess it was, I was just kind of complaining to the Lord about what all was going on. And he just, he just kind of like threw back the covers a little bit. And he said, I'm going to separate the precious from the vile in you. I want you not to be against anything, but for me in my kingdom. Yeah. And that changed my perspective because up until that point, I was against anything that was proclaiming something different than what I perceived as the kingdom of God. Right. And it just, I mean, it just, it divided, it caused all sorts of problems and that, you know, these four and no more. And, and, um, you know, it just, it isolated and then insulated me from, from anybody else who was a believer or a non-believer for that matter. Yeah. So um, when you begin to say that I'm going to I'm going to separate the precious from the vile and show you that I want you now to separate the precious from the vile uh, and, and then just it, preach the precious, preach, preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand, preach me, preach what I do, not what's wrong. And I thought, boy, isn't that a different, it's different than what I had done the la the previous three, four years. Yes. So uh, it really changed my perspective because there's always somebody out there that's going to believe differently. And there's always somebody to be against. Um, it's just that, you know, we're for Christ. And that's what they should taste and see, that the Lord is good, not taste and see everything else is bad. That, that's right. Yeah, but that's it. You see, the thing is, if we, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only the only time Jesus kind of created an an opposition message was to the religious leaders. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, it was, it's kind of like, you, we've we've got to get the balance of that right, you know. And that's mostly when he was pressed or being pushed out or or whatever, and was. You know, they were making a stink about something. Yes. So up to that point, he wasn't really saying y'all are doing it wrong. He just was showing the the father. Right. So, uh, but then, then, you know, they start pushing, pushing a little bit and telling him that he's of the devil and whatever else. So then he's saying, you whitewashed sepulchers, yeah. you, <laughs> you, you, whatever it is, Monty Python says, you, uh, goat herders of a motherless dog or whatever it is they say you know? <laughs> okay all right <laughs> goat herders <laughs> oh gosh yeah you know but i i really believe that um if if we if we um if we present the kingdom as as it should be Chell right. and I were talking last night. That's why I was thinking about it again. It's just like we were talking last night and, and just. Who? Michelle and I, my wife oh, and I. Yeah, yeah, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I 
hear who you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we, you know, we were just talking about this and, and, uh, and, and I said to us, you know, within the context of, of where we are as a nation and nations right now, it's right, like, right. You know, a very, you know, t- turmoiled world um, is, you know, instead of us trying to promote our prophecy and, you know, our latest vision and our latest end time theory and, um, you know, all of this stuff, we should, you know, the message of the, of the gospel of the kingdom is what people are looking for. That's, you know, it's not like, it's not left, it's not right, it's kingdom. It's the king and his kingdom. It's got nothing to do with any anything else, you know. And 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 while we are kind of, while, while not, yeah, if, if we're busy sitting arguing with, you know, from one side to the other side, who's right and who's wrong, right? Um, you know, is like the whole thing is just, going awry you know it's like nobody's hearing what the truth is you know just like they they cannot hear what the truth is while we're trying to press like we are this and they are that you know um uh i mean jesus said you know they say unto you but i say to you um right. you know <laughs> like uh, so he, he did oppose the 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 obligations and the and the kind of oral laws that were and stipulations that were being handed out and over the time. You know, regardless of what we do or say, uh, and, and this may sound defeatist, and you can, you can let me know if it does, but regardless of what we do or say, there's going to be some that follow and there's going to be some that don't. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, and so to proclaim the good news, there are some that will still be bewitched and still try to go along with all the letter of the law and the, and the whatever, because that's what they have a propensity toward. uh, The problem is, is that they really don't know who they are. They don't know what they were born again into. They don't know who they are as sons and daughters of God. And, and basically I just, I was listening to a bunch of people talk the other day about different things and, and every other sentence out of their mouth was just fear about the government's doing this. The, the people are doing this and, you know, all these children are dying and then this is happening and this is happening. And oh my goodness, you know, the world's falling apart. And that's probably true to some degree, but it depends on your perspective. We were sent into this world to make a difference because he so loved the world. He's still sending his sons. Right, right. So, and, and, and he said, I, you know, the, the, um, um, in John chapter 3, the, the, the son came not to condemn the world, but right. to, um, to save it, you know. So is we, we, we've got to keep our, our focus on the right thing, you know. It's like, what right. did Jesus do, you know? You've got to, got to show what little kind is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and that, that's what I said to Michelle is like, well, everybody, you know, we, we kind of at this place and, and I, we've spoken about this before as well, like, especially back in 2020, but you know, it's like kind of the church is trying to prophesy themselves out of, you right. know, a hundred years of behavior, you know, it's just like, Oh right. no, we don't believe it's like this. You know, we prophesying this is going to happen. And, 
and and uh, and you know Michelle said, well, you know, this one person was saying that you know God will not abandon the church. Now He doesn't, but I'm telling you what He will do is He will he, He's not He's not going to secure our lifestyle. He's not going to secure our you know so so we can be comfortable in preaching. You know, tell that to the the Jerusalem church. You know. Um, Back in the Book of Acts, tell tell that to the Iranian church or the or the the, the Chinese church. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, did God abandon them? I don't think so. It's just right. like, you know, he just he just doesn't. He, God doesn't. God is about His kingdom, and that's right. <laughs> all that is to it. He's not about our lifestyle or or what we you know what we want to protect. So while we were busy building buildings and right. and. Uh, you know, trying to build our little organization and our little thing, you know, is like we weren't influencing the world with the kingdom of right. God, you know? The um, the thing is, does, does Christ love his church or his bride? Yes, he does. Mm. The difficulty is, is that ecclesia, E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A, the Greek word, um, is a different is a different word than church. It's church came from a German derivative that was actually Kirk. Um, I don't know how you pronounce it in German, but anyway, it was, it, it came from a German background and it meant the place, the place where people gathered. Right. Well, that's uh, yeah. So, so the Kirk is different than the Ecclesia. Ecclesia was actually a political term uh, in the in the Greek back in the days when Christ was going around the earth, that whenever he said Ecclesia, everybody within his hearing would have understood what he was talking about, because it meant that everybody that was a part of that, which was meant for everybody, not just the elite, it was meant for everybody. In fact, in the Ecclesia back in the day, they even put together a pot or a kitty that where it would pay for the other people, the, the, the people that couldn't afford it, to take off work for the two or three days that they convened so that they would be able to have their input and their vote. Yeah. But a, right. an Ecclesia was something where it was called out from amongst everybody and the whole group then decided on what was going to happen for war, what was going to take place for that community, what was right and righteous, and what was the direction for the whole population. That's what an ecclesia was. And see, we get this we get, every time we say, and I'm not saying throw out the word church, okay? I'm not saying that. Because we've used it for generations and generations. And, and yeah, people, some people have the right understanding of it. But still, we say, we say things like, well, let's go down to that church over here. Or let's go to this church over there. What we, what we have as an idea or the thought, intent, purpose, and motive behind it is that particular building or that collective group of people. We're not talking about the bride of Christ as a whole that has that ha each one has their own priesthood, their own kingship, their own lordship, their own. And he is the king of kings and lord of lords. But we don't 
we still perceive it differently every time we say the word church. And, and I'm not saying that we have, to, once again, that we have to take out the word church because that's, you know, what, what we have in our Bibles, even it's, it was translated that way. But the whole thing about Ecclesia is a totally different mindset. It is a kingdom mindset the way Christ intended on the order of Melchizedek. It's you are a king and a priest unto your yeah. God. Is. There is no lineage. There is no mother, mother, father, whatever. It is you are of Christ. You're under him. And now finding out your own voice with him to begin to speak what he's saying into the earth. Not what my idea is, but what is he saying and collectively come together and bring him with you. Yeah, yeah. That's a clear. And see, we just don't have that perspective anymore. Um, well, I, 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 I have never seen that perspective, frankly. So I don't, I don't know whether I could say any more or not. So, <laughs> uh, you know, as far as, but as far as restoring, restoring what we're supposed to restore, as far as the kingdom of God, that's that's my whole thing. Is not not y'all are wrong. You know, everybody's wrong. It's a matter of um, show the house to the house of Israel. And if they are ashamed, then show them the patterns they're of and the forms they're of. If they're not, no big deal. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's where I had to come to a complete shift in my own thinking is I'm not trying to convince everybody to go a different way. I need to show them. I need to do it. Yeah. So, and that came from my own shifting of my own mind and heart. Yeah. Because uh, up to this point, I'd always thought of, I'd always thought of church, you know, how, how we've always seen it, not the kingdom of God and not ecclesia. I'd never, I had never really seen the distinction of what an ecclesia was. I didn't know what it was. Right. So anyway, it's just, it's just interesting to me, all this little, and it's simple. It's just that because um, different things, the enemies crept in and kind of subtly made some changes in our thinking to where now he's taken because of our traditions, there's no power. Yeah. Well, that's it. You see, and that, that was his whole point. You know, it's, it's fine. Go to church, sing your songs. Um, right. But you know, it's just don't get back to what you're supposed to be, you know? Right. And and that's yeah. There, there's like two two things that I um, and I can't remember the second one, but the first one is um, <laughs> is uh, um, yeah. I just now I can't even remember the first one. Well, give, yeah, <laughs> give me the second one now. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, I I I hear um, a lot of. Okay, so the gospel of salvation, you you know, is just like. I, somebody jumped on a on a call with me the other day, and you know I get a, a gospel presentation, and it was I mean you know I mean he understands where I'm at, so he's not trying to get me saved or anything like that, but is like, and I thought about it, you know, Steve is like when I I sort of I rethink things and I kind of analyze conversations and go back and <laughs> and uh, you know yes, you I, do. I, I kind of like think about like what was said, why was it said, what right. could have been said, etc. So, and I thought about this conversation, and I thought, you know, the thing that 
that over the years that I never I, I never could get to grasp with. And I think that was the thing I wrestled with the most, as even as a pastor, is like, why? <laughs> yeah. You know, why, why, why? Why did Jesus come and get us saved? What just to go to heaven? You know, um, why are we starting a church? Is is it just to what do and you know because I'm more gifted than somebody else, or because I'm more popular than somebody else, or because I can do it better than somebody else, or or because I have a better idea than somebody else? You know, why why start another thing <laughs> instead of going to you know to just joining somebody else? You know, right. it's like there's somebody down the road is doing great. Why don't we just all join that? You know, just and 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 but I came back to this is like and then you know a number of places I saw this whole thing is like you know um, Jesus saves and it, it, I'm not taking away from that. I believe that with all my heart, but I'm going like. Why? You know, we have this idea to go back to heaven and and um, it's, of course, to give us eternal life, to put us in right standing with God. But why? You know, and and I think that we come back to what, you know, you and I talk about this often, but it's just we've got to see that bigger picture. And that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, kind of the church has got stuck there. And right. and the, the the world is going like we're not interested, you know, like go to heaven, you know, where's that kind of thing? Um and we weren't we weren't we, we didn't come out of heaven, we came out of earth, you know. Right. And so uh, we gotta go back to Genesis and that's what we and you were just talking about no authority, etc. You know, just that's what like kind of just triggered this thought again, is that um the whole reason Jesus came was to restore man back to that place of authority back to the origin of their purpose right. which was which was to actually go and um, be fruitful multiply right to rule and, reign in life in yes, life as yes. Christ Jesus yes to walk in that dominion and authority that he gave us right there you know right, Genesis right. 126 right. And we, we kind of, you know, it's been dabbled with, but but the mentality always is come and grow our church so that more people can get saved to get eternal life, to go to heaven. And so everybody's just waiting for that. And right. I think, you know, that that's kind of what's happened is instead of us influencing the realms of of society, of our nations, you know, whether it's politics, medical, education, you know, whatever it is, arts, media, all this kind of stuff. Instead of us being out there, we're waiting to get raptured. And still, like, I look on YouTube, you know, getting these notifications from ministries, you know, the five signs that the Lord is about to take us away, you know. Right. And okay, you know, that just keeps everybody. The church right now should be the, the most influential entity in the world. Right. Not because we are on media and on television stations, but because we're actually in society, in people's lives, sharing the new, there is a new political system, not a new one, but there is a, there's a better alternative, you know, it's like, are, are you left? Are you right? No, I'm kingdom. <laughs> right. I'm, a, I'm a son of God. I'm the family of God. You know, I believe in a, a system that, that worships a king and serves a king, not, not, uh, um, and, and that, and that we can, that you can become a citizen of that nation 
and be a king also <laughs> just like, right because he's the king of kings you know is like, right. we've lost that mentality and that's i think that's like kind of what you were saying earlier it's just like we've lost that mentality of being kings and lords you know sons at a at a father's table you know we just right. have lost that all we're not lesser sons no we're not little sons <laughs> No, you know, and that's the thing. We we have this view of I'm oh I'm just a sinner saved by grace, uh, yeah. you know, or a lesser son somehow than what Christ is perceived as because it's Christ in a. I, I remember. Oh man, this may be terrible, but um, you can cut this out here if you want. But you know what a hibachi is, don't you? Hibachi. Yeah, hibachi. That's, yeah, it's that's... it's a little you know a little grill. Yeah. Well, they came out with something uh, several years back that was called Son of Son of Hibachi. <laughs> and all it was was a smaller, a smaller version version of a Hibachi. Yeah. So, so even smaller. Yeah. Even smaller yet than a Hibachi. So <laughs> now you have Son of Hibachi. And so, you know, here I'm thinking I, I began to think of the parallel it's because I'm a son doesn't mean I'm less than yeah. it means I'm sent to represent his same, the same as who he is right now as right. he is. So are we in this earth? Yeah. So are we in this world, it's not as he was not as he's going to be, uh, not whenever I mature, not whenever as he is right now. So are we in this world? We were sent to rule and reign in life as one in Christ Jesus. We're sent as a son of God, just like he is or was so that they might have life and that may, they may have it more abundantly. And it's not that I go out and heal the sick and raise the dead just because I'm anointed. I go out and do that because I'm demonstrating my father's kingdom. Yeah. And I'm not trying to do something less than these things that I do. And even more than these things shall you do because I go, he never did once say you're less than I am. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a lesser king. I'm not a lesser priest. I'm not a lesser son. I'm, I am a son of God. I am yes. a king that he is the king of kings, but I am a king sent to represent a, a, a kingdom. And I am also a priest sent to represent a certain priesthood or an ideology or a, a way of thinking, a way of life into this earth. Right. Exactly. And so, so we, but it's not less than, I guess that's yeah. the thing. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Very good. That's, that's really powerful. Yeah. And that's, I, I, pre, I present that in a post or an article, I can't remember, but it is, is like, you see, a mentality has been membership. Right, church membership, but not not sonship, not kingship, not right. lordship. You know, we we kind of you, you see religion um, will want to keep you away from finding that, right? Because then they can't control you. You see, and so um, and and I'm not saying you know there's like this purposeful. You know, I mean, there's other. There are people that think like that, but I, I don't think there's, it's purposeful. I just think the spirit, and that's you know why, why I started the whole um, discussion with you on on that is is because the the spirit of religion is what actually keeps people blinded to who they really are. 
Right. And, and so they never step into that full measure of who they are and what they can be, because while we are kept um, in the mentality of I'm a member of something, you know, I'm a, I'm a child of God, which is yeah, true, but you, you know, it's that, it's like that, like you're saying, that smaller version, that minuscule, like I'm a child of the King and, you know, I, you know, I get sort of a handout every now and again, but, and this is the thing that I, you know, I'm saved and I'm going to heaven and, and I'm just hoping to make it kind of thing, you know, and if I can, I'll pray for the sick and cast our devils on the way, you know, kind of thing. But it's like we, we've lost that, that's that sense of, of, I am a son of God. I'm a kingly priest. Right. He's, he's the Lord of Lords. You know, the one, the ones who rule, the ones who have, um, um, ownership and dominion. Yes. You right. know, it's like we've, we've lost that sense of, because if, if we, if we get that, we kind of, we, we're not controllable anymore. You know, it's just like we, we begin to like begin to step out into our purpose and begin to take charge of who we are and, you know, our destiny and, and things around us, you know, it's like suddenly nice little member anymore. We're a messy member now, you know, it's just like we, we kind of do things that we, you know, that we're not allowed to really. Yeah. Um, but, but we are, co-heirs like you're saying with him you know we heirs of the father and joint heirs with christ you know it's like yeah. hello uh, you know that I I, I I i mean i it took me like 30 years to get this but you know it's just like oh my word i, I can i can see it now you know yeah. <laughs> do you suppose it's because the antichrist spirit is at work now in this world i mean it's not it's not just a spirit of religion it's not just it's an antichrist because if it's christ in you you have a whole different mentality you have a whole different if it's just jesus in you if it's just oh i've got jesus you know oh i'm born again in my heart yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. if there's if i have the messiah in me if i am operating by the messiah the words that the Messiah speaks, I'm speaking to you. I'm here to represent him. It is it is as though he's speaking right now. If I have that understanding and I'm speaking for him, that's a whole different, that's no longer the Antichrist spirit because it says the Antichrist spirit will deny that Christ came in the flesh. Yeah. Christ comes in the flesh still. Right. He, He's right here within you, within me, to bring forth that kingdom and to proclaim the kingdom of heavens at hand and to say, I'm here still to heal, deliver, set free, to show you that you're no longer the captive, held captive by anything else, but you're free because your father has already set you free. Yeah. He's made you free. You've been created free. You've been created whole you're not the sick trying to get well you are the healed holding fast to that which you already have we're yeah. not trying to get something and see we're always still struggling to try to get something yeah. from a reluctant god and that yeah. isn't the way he is well we're trying to appease him uh you yeah. Know, yeah, in some true. way which which is of course religion Right. Uh, that, you know, that somehow he will answer our prayer and bless us. 
Right. So, right. so, and Jesus said, you know, is like the the heathen, um, the the pagans seek after these things. You know, what you will right. eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. But he said, oh, you know, the Father knows that you need those things. Right. You know, you know it's just like a prayer life even changes when we when we begin to realize, you know, before we even arrive before God, you know, in our prayer time, and I'm putting that inverted commas, is like you, the, it says the Father knows what you need. Jesus said that, you know, but he said, whatever you ask in my name, he will give it to you. It's right. just like it's but but, you know, we're so busy trying to appease and trying to get it right and trying to find the formula is that we we haven't we haven't realized who we are. And what us to beggars. Yes, we, we well, you know, it's like we we part of some organization, and hopefully, you know, and and, th- and that's why, uh, you know, come and listen to my pastor. Um, you know, is get the pastor to come and and visit and pray for somebody. Get the get the holy hired spiritual anointed person to come and lead somebody to the Lord. You know, because it, we we don't have that yeah, privilege that right. Yeah, it's just like why, why, why aren't people doing? You know, it's because it's because they're being kept under. There's there's nothing worse than, uh, you know, I was just like raced through my mind now. Is um, what was that um, uh, Saul's, uh, Jonathan's one son that was in Lodabar, <laughs> and uh, and David um, heard about him. You know, and he went to look for him. I mean, this guy is a is the son of a prince. He's a prince, and right. he's living he's living in this like wayward place, afraid of appearing before the king, afraid of everything, and he's just living. Uh, you know, and he's like he's been disabled because his nurse dropped him, but he's he's like living in in the wilderness somewhere because he's afraid of everything. Right and 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 the you know um, David hears about him, sends for him, and the guy thinks he's going to die. And David brings him to the king's table and says, "Everything that I eat, you eat, and I'll restore all your lands to you, and you know your father's lands to you." And it's just like we we and I mean I've heard that message, but we you know I didn't get it because I didn't see myself. I saw myself as that always that that person that was on the outside living in the wilderness you know i'm just a wilderness boy i'm just you know i don't i'm not worthy i'm not worthy of this i i have to somehow please god and work hard enough and do enough and pray enough and right you, you know prophesy enough whatever it is that i have to do to to get god to like me more you know right right yeah we 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 still think we're that guy who was dropped in our on our head when we were born again <laughs> and, and just, yeah. you know yeah. i mean it just but and that's why i said we've been relegated to beggars because uh, you even quoted a verse there that says uh that talks about ask you know whatever you ask uh, shall be given you uh ask um mm-hmm. you know that your joy may be full um you know i forget which one it was that you were actually quoting at that point but um, the word ask, uh, and I know I've said this before, but uh, it bears repeating at this point because this is what we're talking about. 
The word ask, uh, there's about five different Greek words for the word ask. And one of them means to beg. The other one means to inquire as far as for direction or uh, the other one means to uh, request, uh, like for a wish, uh, for, for that to be granted. Um, another one means to, uh, I forget what it is, but anyway, there's five of them. The one that Christ used for the disciples, he said, up until now, you've asked me for nothing. Uh, so, and that's the word, I forget what the Greek word is, but it means to make a request up till now, you've made no requests from me. You haven't asked me for anything, but he said, now I tell you to ask that everything that you ask will be given to you. And every single time he uses the word ask and every time that it's used in the new Testament from then on concerning us and where we are and what we're supposed to do as far as to ask and it should be given to you and all that stuff is that word ayateo, which simply means to demand what is already due. It's been put in an account for you and you're simply making a withdrawal. Yeah. And that's what we are sons of God with full reign, with full intent, with full right to be able to make those withdrawals. It's already right. in our account. Right. Well, we're citizens of that nation. Right. You, right. Know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't matter where you go in the world. If you're an American citizen with an American passport, you have full rights as American citizen. That's, right. you know, you just, you are American. That, that's right. all there is to it, except the Texans. They they are Texan, you know. But... <laughs> that's true now. <laughs> I told you, hey, it's like, you never hear a Texan saying, um, if you ask them, you know, where are you guys from? They, they don't say, I'm, we're from America. They say, we're from Texas. <laughs> the, the rest of the Americans will go, we're Americans, but they're not Texans. they Texans. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's funny. That is what we do too. <laughs> yeah, man. From, Texas. Texas is a nation on its own, man. <laughs> I mean, we've been under uh, six different flags. About three or four of them being our own. We were our own country for several times for some time yeah that's right yeah and uh, in fact we're the only state that was annexed in by a treaty uh into the united states we weren't we were it, it's a treaty that binds us in so if we want to be our own nation again all we do is simply just say okay i don't want this treaty anymore we cancel the treaty yeah <laughs> and then i have to have a passport to get from here to louisiana which is about 30 minutes away but <laughs> that's how it works eh? yeah yeah i but, think, I should, um, I, think you know, I should move to texas <laughs> <laughs> but the mentality is weird we have the Texas edition of whatever. We have the Texas this. We have the te there's something about that idea of being a Texan within the United States. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how to. Ca I bet if I understood it, I would understand a little bit more how we are as sons of God and presenting the kingdom of God. Yeah. Because a Texan is a Texan. I mean, you, we, like I said, we have our own Texas edition of a Chevrolet or a Ford or a whatever. Uh, you know, there's a whole, 
there's a whole mentality behind it that I don't see that happening in other states. Yeah. And that's, I don't know whether that's good or bad. It's just, but there's an identity that goes with that. That's important to capture if we, if we're to even understand or begin to understand about this kingdom of God and our citizenship. Yeah. Well, that's the thing you see. And that's what I'm saying is like, you ask people, you know, so, uh, the question that gets asked is, where do you go to church? That's right. what they ask. They ask, are you a Christian? And now lately I go, no. Right. I suppose that's why God will present the gospel to me. Because <laughs> I go, no, I'm not a Christian. I'm, I'm a citizen of heaven, yeah. of the kingdom of heaven. And go, oh, okay. Now let me tell you that if you get saved... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm kind of like shaking, shaking the whole thing up because, because, you know, because I was thinking about it again, Steve. This is like, first off, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus never preached born again. He mentioned born again once to a guy at night who was a religious leader who was questioning about the, the whole kingdom thing is, you know, how do I get become a get into the kingdom of God? And Jesus said, you must be born again. That's right. the only time he used the word only time. And, uh, and the only time the word Christian was used, the only time was a derogatory statement from the pagans in Antioch against, against the believers. Right. And, but we've like built a whole um, religion, a religion on those two terms. Right. And, and here, I mean, you know, we probably get criticized for even, I'll probably get criticized even, even mentioning this, but is this like, you you do not violate that. What you're saying, you must, I didn't say you mustn't be born again. And I didn't say we are not Christ like or Christ in us, the hope of glory. I'm not saying that. It's just like, but we've built this whole thing on those two terms. Right. And they weren't, they weren't terms that Jesus promoted. Not even Paul promoted that, you know, it's just like never did. Right. And I guess that's why I'm trying to bring out the difference between church and, uh, or Kirk and, and Ecclesia, because if we can get the mentality around what he was intending when he spoke about his, I will build my ecclesia. Um, he didn't say I will build my kingdom. He didn't say I will build. And that, I'm not saying that that's not his kingdom. That's mm. the way the kingdom operates. Yeah. But I will build my ecclesia and the gates of hell will not stand against it. And th- there's a difference when we say church because our our mentality, our view, our um, paradigm of what a church is is totally different than ecclesia. Right. If we could ever grasp what he was saying when he said ecclesia, we would probably have our whole worldview turned around concerning who we are and how we're to operate in this earth. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, and that's that's my point. My point is is that the the whole the whole spirit of this thing is we, we, we have somebody that has a vision, right? Has to have a vision. And then everybody gets drawn to work for that vision because that's the overall vision. And anybody that disagrees with that vision has right. died vision and right. gets rejected. Because they get, 
you know, gets gets put out of the community because right. they have division. It's not the man's vision. Right. And and uh, it's just like, oh, this is wrong. <laughs> well, people, we, people don't realize that you and I have been in these situations, okay? You and I, because we have been pastors, because we've been whatever it is you call it, uh, because we've been, had our own ministries, because we've whatever. Everywhere we went, at least everywhere I went, um, every time I went to a pastor's meeting, every time I went to a leadership meeting, every time we went to a group of people getting together, uh, a group of uh, ministers getting together, it was my church, yes, my people, my vision, my whatever. Christ said he will build his ecclesia. And we are there building our church. Yeah. And I don't care how you spin it. It doesn't matter how we want to say, oh, it's just semantics. It's not semantics. There's mm-hmm. something behind that. Right. Speak it. Yeah. And there's a difference uh, because I remember guys standing. In fact, I did it. You know, well, yeah. my, my yeah. church. You know, uh, this this week we've done this and this and this. And, you know, um, my people have gotten to this and my board, you know, the board has gotten together. And and uh, so I've got my elders and and uh, but it's mine. Yeah. And that's that's one of the major differences that I've that I've seen or that I saw way back then was that I had built mine and. Christ said, I'm going to show you now how to build for me and what I'm building. Not, uh, And I never told you to build the church. I never called anybody to build the church or to build the ecclesia. I never told anybody to do that. I will build my ecclesia. And when I do, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But I'm calling you to equip the saints to make disciples and to make sure they all come to the fullness and stature of the Messiah. That's what I'm telling you to do. So do your job and stop trying to do mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, all the intricacies that go like under that banner is just, and that's, you know, you're saying it's, it's not just a semantic, you know, it's yes. It's so much more than the semantics. It's the spirit of what we are doing and we keep repeating what we what has been done and but we're hoping to get different results in the world so we're not getting results so now we're hoping to escape we're right. hoping to get out of here in fact i was a, a, a friend that i um, interviewed in the facebook group and on this podcast um, like about a year two years ago already um he's a nigerian guy that that talks about leadership etc as well and uh, i saw something that he and i commented on it on it this weekend and he was going like there's this like very prominent one of the big three churches in nigeria very prominent church they have members all over the place in on boards in companies everywhere and um, they've just started a bank and and uh, um and they're offering like all these benefits that other banks are not offering that has their members on the board of those banks. But now the, the church, the church organization has started a bank, which is, I mean, I can understand it's a good thing, but should it be the church? <laughs> you, you know, it should it be, and I'm talking about not, not the people church. I'm talking about the organizational church 
Right. Why aren't people empowered? Why aren't, you know, why aren't we getting together and saying, we as a group of people, we want to influence banking. So we are going to do this. Right. You know, we are going to start this and we're going to bring kingdom into banking. We're going to bring a whole new dimension into this, you know, you know, is, and I can go on and on, you know, different spheres of life. And I, that's what I said to him. I said, what's interesting to me is, is that why aren't individual believers empowered and equipped to influence society rather than it being left to the organization? Because we're so organizationally minded with, We've right. we've got to do it like this. We've got to be members of this thing and support the the, the vision of the pastor, you know. Right. And and we we go back to the same thing over and over again. If we don't if we don't release people, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm going to bring up something else now. I just I thought about this is what I was going. The second thing I was going to talk about is uh, oh, I, was, I was saying to Michelle is that you know the the thing we struggle with is why. Why aren't people I, I was thinking the other day is like I was thinking about this young couple um that we've been fellowshipping with and discipling and and you know every now and again we we meet like once a month or something like that and um and your your tendency is to kind of why aren't we meeting more why aren't we why aren't they spending more time with me why aren't you know and I thought to myself that is like such an insecure mentality. Yeah. It's like I'm needed. We we've got more. We've got to be needed, you know. Yeah. And I say, if they don't need me, that's great. Yeah. You know, I why am I hassled with that? I right. if they if they if they don't need to spend time with me, but every now and again catch up with me, that's fine. Why why is that wrong? You know, it's like we shouldn't we shouldn't have this demand this this obligation right and i understand fellowship and the relationship is important and all the rest of it but i want to see people released i don't want to see them dependent on me i want to see them released to doing what god has called them to do not right you know fulfill what i'm what i think i should be doing right yeah and they should be that's part of that's what the ecclesia is <laughs> yeah exactly everyone everyone is has the same ability has the same notoriety has the same position has the same strength and um authority as everybody else yeah. and you sit there in that group and you speak for your father and everything that you say has weight and that's yeah. the idea behind ecclesia and in that, then they found out how to war, when to war, uh, what to take to war, uh, the the laws of the of the whole of the whole nation at that point. <clears throat> but see, we we do uh, put it back in the hands of the organizational structure, which is headed up by a king or by a person uh, who then has the vision and the purpose. And once again, we're just a peon or a common person or a laity yeah and then we put ourselves right back into that clergy laity type of thinking and the doctrine of the nicolaitans come in where they have they they oppress the laity or the common folk 
by a certain amount of of uh, force and opposition. Right. And that's the and he says he hates that. Why do we keep doing it over and over again if he hates that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what blows me away. It's just like we we keep doing it over and over again, and and you know the thing about it is we both did it, so you know it's just oh, like yeah. I, I, I sit here now and I think, well, that's why I can't I can't say I can't fault um, them for doing it. Just- you know, yeah, I can't impose on them and saying, you know, look how wrong you are and condemn them right. in it. I just like because I was there, I did that. I did, you it, know. Yeah. And I, and thank God I'm I'm dealing every day I'm wrestling with those that thinking in my life and that's what I'm talking about is just these thoughts come to me and I think okay and then I analyze like the conversation I analyze how I think about things and I go wait a minute you know it's just like if I align it back to the purpose of everything then right. then I think about wait a minute you know it's like okay what was the original intent. If right. we go back to the original intent, then it's like then all of this gets washed away. You know, it just that's becomes right. nothingness. But and that's again, I come back to the, the the what I started off with is the spirit of religion and the spirit of the kingdom. You know, the one right. is you're a member. You have to you have to subject yourself to me and my vision and our me and my and our thing. And and um, and uh, and the on the other side, it's like. The, this, this, the, the being a part of a family, it's citizenship, it's sonship, it's, it's kings and, and priests and, and lords, you know, it's just like, right. it's so contrary uh, to, to religion. It's just like, it's so contrary, you know, it's just that you, you can't have it because right. it doesn't support what I'm trying to build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it's, if it comes against what I'm trying to, and I guess that's where I come back to again. I will build my ecclesia, Christ said. Yes. And we keep trying to build a church. Yes. We keep trying to build it. That's the problem. And he never told anybody to build the ecclesia. He never told anybody to build, quote, unquote, the church. So, but yet, I'm going to answer for myself. I was always trying to build the church. Yeah, me too. And I wasn't really trying to build the individual temple or trying to equip that saint into his purpose and his direction. Bless God, I had a vision. I had something God told me to do, and I'm going to fulfill it. Yeah. And if you did not want to follow me in that, then go find someplace else. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it, it. That's exactly it. If you don't comply with with what what we advocating then um, be gone right and it's kind of like insinuated that uh, it's like uh you know, yeah I, I won't mention names or, or faces or places but um uh, it's just like somebody was saying to me the other day that they indicated um to the pastor that they would be moving city the guy the next Sunday dedicated a whole Sunday service to saying why you should, should not leave. You've what? got to make sure somebody is here to replace you. Oh you my. cannot, you know, you, you could be missing God if you go to another place. Right. Um, and, and on and on. Well, you, that's another one. 
that well that's exactly it you know unless we send you you right, are right. you you know you cannot really go and you can and we will not release you to go because you haven't got anybody to replace you in right. our ministry you know it's just like so what <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i did that stuff i know i know i did that stuff and i'm just like oh my word i just like now i look at it and see how how controlling and how manipulative and how ridiculous it really is you know it's just like I'm sure that, you know, that the, the church, the elders and the apostles in Jerusalem told when persecution came, said to the, the, the believers at that point in time, hey, you guys can't leave. I know persecution is here, but, you know, you haven't got replacements in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to die in your place yet. <laughs> yeah, where are you going? Yeah, we, 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 how, how can you go be preaching the gospel wherever you're going and fleeing from Jerusalem? Who said you can do that? Right. Yeah, well, if they didn't do that, Antioch Church wouldn't have <laughs> wouldn't sprung up, and nor would anything anything else happen. You know, it's just like what? Uh, no, you haven't been equipped properly. You know, you haven't been released by us yet. It's just like they fled, man, and preached the gospel of the kingdom wherever they went. Right. It's just like, and 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 the Bible says, I mean, the Book of Acts says that you know the things began to multiply and the number of disciples increased. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's like uh, this is ridiculous. But that's the kind of things that we do, you know, in the name of church and religion and and God help you if you violate that, you know, right. if you don't comply, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, you're in trouble. Right. Yeah. Kidney problems. You're in trouble. <laughs> Yo. <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, so anyway, uh, yeah. it's just in interesting, interesting reflection. I wanted to just reflect some of this thinking with you because I just need to remind myself I'm not insane. Um, I, I know I'm not, I know I'm, you know, but it's just, uh, but we to... think that way because uh, honestly, I, I look back on it saying, why am I the, um, the only one or one of the few that actually sees this? I mean, it's not that I'm trying to be elitist. I just, uh, I, it seems like I'm wrong everywhere I turn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I yeah, don't yeah. want to be wrong. I don't want to be missing God. I mean, I'm his son. I want to I want to represent him. So, you know, if I'm doing it, um, if I'm misrepresenting him, I want to know. Because, I mean, there's, yeah, a lot of these other guys are, they're having, I, I was, I just listened to this. Um, this person was sharing how their son got this, this job and he was back leading worship at this uh, big congregation um, back east and it just you know he left from being a pastor um of this other church and now he's back at this huge um, congregation now leading leading worship where he used to be and and the the person that was sharing this says yeah here's here's so and so back in his happy place <laughs> and i thought you know what they it is their happy place that's, <laughs> that's where they feel like they fit you know that's where they feel like they belong that's yeah. where they feel like they're fruitful that's where they feel like they're multiplying that's where they feel like their work is being accomplished and whatever else i mean yeah of course it's their happy place yeah, yeah. and who am i to say no you're not doing it right yeah exactly 
why don't I just do what I'm supposed to do and let everybody else worry about how they follow? Because this is all about a relationship anyway uh, with with Christ. It's not about it's not about whether I'm right or wrong. It's about this relationship. Yeah. And uh, just being so intimate with him that I hear his voice. I even hear him whisper and I do it. Yeah. And not worried about what anybody else says or does or anything else. I just let me follow. Yeah. If you want to follow me while I follow Christ, great. Yeah. But I'm going to follow. Yeah. And that's basically what it boils down to because for so long, and this is what, this is what my struggle has, has been for so long is because I had, been the other way for so long and tried to build the other way for so long that now I, I, a lot of times I'm concerned that I'm sliding back into that. Yeah. Or where is it that I keep putting that same overlay on what I know to do right now? Yeah. And so it concerns me because I don't want to do it. I don't want to be the same way I was. I want to present him the way he wants me to present him. I mean, he took me out for a reason and said, I'm going to sit you down and I'm going to teach you now how to build for me. You've built your own and not mine. Now I'm going to teach you how to build for me. He did that for a reason. Yeah. So I don't want to have a mixture. I don't want to have a mingled seed. I want to be able to bring it with that purity and that life uh, to where now it, it brings that spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, not just an idea that now somebody else can replicate or, or perform. Yeah. So uh, I want to bring that spirit of life in it and uh, that spirit of liberty, because uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And to bring that to each individual that I cross paths with and to make sure that they have life and that more abundantly. That's so, right. um, but if I, if I come to that place where I'm not doing that, I, that's where I'd like for you, um, you know, just to, just to go ahead and say, Steve, you're, it seems like you've got a little bit, I hear it in your voice. There's a little, there's a little coloration of that, of that old way or that old thinking back in there. And, yeah. um, you know, just because uh, we need, we need somebody, we need people in our lives that will say, Hey, look, you know, you're, um, this is Christ here. Follow ye him. Yeah. Exactly. If we don't have that, I mean, and that's why you and I banter this stuff around and people may say, well, you know, they talk about the same things. No, we're, we're, we talk about a different, a different hunk of bark on that same tree. <laughs> you know, yeah. From yeah, exactly. But yeah. uh, it may sound like the same tree, but to us, it's unraveling years of, okay. of a way of thinking. Of programming. Yes. Yes. You know, you see, you, I mean, that's the thing is, that's why I do this. And I, I keep, I know, you know, I know we come back to something like, but that's what this is about. This is kingdom leadership equipping. And so, uh, you know, as, as a, as a big, the bigger picture, but really our conversation has always been this is to remind each other of what we actually, who we are, what we are pursuing, where we are from and where we are going, you know, it's like, we yeah. constantly are doing that to re and for me it's like renewing my mind and renewing is you sometimes you've got to remove what you know that break down that old 
mentality, and and that's why I raise it because it's like I, you know, as I analyze a analyze a conversation or a thought or you know something that's been going through my mind recently, I was like, okay, I'm still thinking in a in an old program, right? I, right. Need, to, I need to process this, you know. So that's why it's like the best, for me. It's like it's always been. You know, the, you're you're a reliable somebody, and that, you know I've got now other people. You know, our our friend in in South Africa now is also right. <laughs> thinks and talks like this, which is really great. So it's just like it, it's good to banter these things and 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 process the thinking processes so we remind ourselves, right? Because it's easy to get caught up in in the spirit of of the world and the spirit of religion, you know, right? Hey, I'm going to throw something out there for you. Just, just yeah. see what, how it hits you. Um, I was asked by a, a friend of mine to do a radio thing. Just those things that I send out kind of daily or semi-daily. Yeah. Uh, and something that you were just now talking about to remind each other. And it says to exhort one another daily while it is yet today. Yes. Of the ways that be in Christ or the things that be in Christ. And that word exhort means to call somebody alongside with the same direction you're going. Right. So you're calling somebody else along. You're exhorting one another. You're reminding one another daily, R-O-A-D. And that's what I was just considering putting that on because I got to, I got to do an intro and an outro for this, for this radio thing. And I thought, you know, road on the road, R-O-A-D remind one another daily. <laughs> that's good and i thought you know this is on the road yeah Welcome to on the road again right reminding one another daily about the things that be in christ right and exactly. thought, you know that's that's very simple it's very straightforward it's not a ministry it's not a church it's not anything else it's just reminding one another daily yeah while yeah, it's exactly. yet today yeah, and, right. um, you know we don't have to get all spiritual about it or anything else but it's just uh, it's something that we can have fun with to be able to just say, okay, this is, this is another aspect of that road. This is yeah. another way that's in Christ right now. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's just, um, it's, a good, just, it's a good acronym. I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a good theme. It's a, it's a good way to do it. But I mean, this is just, you you know, practically, it's you and me. You know, um, right? I mean, you know, we keep saying that, and so we at the end of our discussion this morning. But it's just like uh, it's been you and me for the past twenty years, and uh, right. uh, talking like this, and so we're just making it public now, <laughs> right. in that sense, which which is very uh, transparent of us. I mean, it's it's making ourselves vulnerable in our in our thinking <laughs> and discussion. You know, so but I'm happy with that because I think that's. That's what it's about, you know. It's like, okay, you know, yeah, we can be criticized and misunderstood and whatever else, and that's just the that's just the the um, the, the you know the risk we take in being vulnerable. Because I, I honestly, when I'm talking, I'm not talking to an audience. I'm talking to no. you, you know. What we and, yeah, and and you know, and I'm listening for my own journey, for my own road. I, you know, it's like right. I, I jump on during the week sometimes and. You do a, a short version, and, that, and then I know I'm talking to a, a wider audience. But you know, these conversations is is just like you and me, and and um, right. and we made it vulnerable enough to, you know, just for others to to be part of that discussion. Yeah. Because I, it, 
Yeah, and yeah, just hitting a record button, really, and and uh, and it's simply because you know over the years, um, I, you know, I, I just found so many leaders weren't vulnerable, weren't sharing the inner thinking, the inner working, right. the, the inner process that you yeah. know that they weren't roading us, you know, it's just right. all themselves. It was always they were high and lifted up, you know, and they train fold the temple, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's like you know i just I, I feel like okay you know join me in being vulnerable you know it's just like it's right. okay so because you and i that's what we do you know just talk about vulnerability so anyway yeah well steve thanks for your time buddy i, I, you. really, I appreciate it yeah i enjoy it and do appreciate your time as well so um blessings to you and um we love to connie and we'll talk to you soon again all right Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. eh? Ciao, ciao.